0: So, uh, I told you the other time that the things that I leave behind, I'll come back and attack them. So, uh, uh, we, we said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because when we say, thy will be done. So, I didn't hear you say,
1: thy will be done. Wow. That's powerful. Thy will be done. Alright. Now, <clears throat> follow me. You see, I hope all of us know that not many of us are working in the will of God.
0: <laughs> Probably, uh, if you are sincere, you understand that for many believers, uh, we are, the only will of God we are working in is that we are saved. <laughs> Apart from that, there are many things that
1: we are doing that is outside the will of God. One man
0: asked me some time back, one of the guys I was with on campus, he asked me some time back, he said, man of God, why is it so difficult to find the will of God? Because nobody actually wants to walk outside the will of God. You know, at the surface of our thinking, we think that the will of God. So if people want to walk in the will, of God, why is it so difficult? Why doesn't God make His will known to everybody so that we can easily walk in that will? Would that not be powerful? Hello, Romans, the chapter number 12, the verse number
1: 2. Let's see something quickly. It's a popular scripture. Now, he said that, uh and do not be conformed to this world, but
0: be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect way. Sometimes when you are reading scriptures, you need to take your time. Hallelujah. There are many of us, when you are reading scriptures, we read like we are reading a storybook. When I started learning scriptures, I learned the discipline of reading slowly. You know, when I'm reading something with uh, maybe my wife, we are reading a paragraph. She will probably finish a minute before I, I will do. Uh, initially, when I was a young man, I used to read things quickly. But when I grew up, I learned to take my time. If you are reading scriptures and you don't have this discipline, you miss a lot of things. Scripture is not meant for you to just move through speedily. You have to take your time. Amen. Sometimes oh, it's even difficult to understand scripture, not revelation. Scripture is all kind of 10 Yeah. So you take your time to read scripture. Even if you can read five sentences, you take your time to ensure you understand. Also, bear in mind that chapters and verses were introduced later. You won't find any manuscript where you have Genesis chapter 1 or uh, uh, Philippians chapter 4. It is just one letter, just like I'm speaking now. And they had to bring chapters and verses to make sure that uh, people can reference it easily. Okay, imagine if there were no chapters and verses. If I want to quote Philippians 4, what will I say? You have to just bring the whole, because open
1: Philippians, and he says, start reading, start reading, start reading. You know where uh, it is. Is it powerful? Oh, is it powerful? That's right. So look at the scripture. He said that, and do not be conformed to
0: this world. I'm teaching you. So be, 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 be ready to listen. But be transformed. <clears throat> By the renewing of your mind that you may
1: prove
0: what is that what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? So I started by asking the question: why doesn't God make his will available? If a penesto should know now that the will of God for him now is to go to the US in the next six months, and he might be put it in order and prepare and go. But why don't we? easily know the express will of God. Why is it that God is, like for instance, said I wants to nobody walks outside the way. But let, let, let's take our time and understand this. Look at this. Be not transformed, be, be not conformed to this truth, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So that we might be able to prove what is the what is the
1: good, uh-huh,
0: acceptable and Effect will of God. Now, so if you understand little English, English, anything I may say when you are reading scripture, you need to take your time. Now, so that until a man refuses to be conformed to this world, that man is never in a position to understand or know the will of God. No matter how much sinner desires to know the will of God, it is not available for him if he is conformed to this world. Now, do you understand that? Look at this. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Why? Why shouldn't you be tr- conformed to this world? Why should you be transformed by the renewal? Of- so that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect. That means that until somebody refuses to conform to this world and renew his mind, that person is not in the position to know. You understand that? You understand it? This is not a review. It is, it is just the scripture I'm trying to read for you. Are we learning something already? So the will of God is not available for this woman because she wants to know the will of God. No. He said, first of all, that person should not be what? Conformed to this world. <laughs> are we together? So Papenesto wants to know, rather, I want to walk in your will. The first step you need to understand is that if you are conformed to this world, You cannot. It is not your place to know the will of God for your life. So you can pray all your life trying to decode the way. He said that unless you refuse to conform to this world, you cannot know. Number two, he said but be transformed, look at this, by the
1: renewing of your minds. Please follow me. The Conform, you see, if your mind is not renewed, listen to me, you can never
0: say that you are not conformed to this world. Now, listen to me, take your time and understand me. When we say that, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, they are not trying to tell you to stop sinning. This is not a matter of sin. Or be transformed by the renew, renew of your mind, so that uh, you may be able to prove the will. This has nothing to do with sin. Be not conformed to this world. Be not conforming to this world also has nothing to do with sin. Please, do you, you, you understand what I'm saying? Hello? When we read this scripture and we hear conformity to the world, we think that maybe scripture is telling us to stay away from certain kind of, kinds of sins. And we are not conforming to the world. Certain kinds of sins. If scripture wants to talk about sins, he wouldn't bring the renewing of minds. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. So their statements are they are joining each other. Anamembwa, hello. They are not independent statements. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the. If it was about Saint I said, do not conform to this world, but please change the ways you. change the way you are walking. You are, you know. But he said, concerning the conformity, he said the antidote to the not conforming to this world is being transformed by the renewing of our minds. So the conformity of this world actually has to do with our thought patterns, which are alike, which are akin to the way the world thinks. Now, do you understand that? Hello. Conformity not said, do not be conformed to this world. No. He's talking about our thought patterns. We are thinking like ordinary men think. We are thinking like what? Ordinary men think. There is a way the ordinary man thinks. Too. Even there is a way the new believer thinks. Even people in the church, actually, look at this. These people, Paul was not writing to unbelievers. He was writing to people in the church. But he realized that their thinking patterns were wrong. So he was saying that do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. There is a way when you meet people outside who don't know the things of God, there is a way they think. He said that it is possible for a believer to find himself in this trap. So be not conformed to these thinking patterns. But you can be transformed when you renew your mind. After another pattern of thinking. Now, please do follow. Are you sure you are here? So, this is the only way. It is like me. So, Apostle Kevin, soon I know, I catch them and say, now, for instance, should
1: Apostle Kevin dream and, and tell me, a uh, man of God, uh, I dreamt that in the next month,
0: God spoke. Apostle Kevin is a holy man. He's a virtuous man. God is speaking like he. he he's a good guy. Like, assuming he's the perfect believer, and he comes to tell me, I I dreamt that God God said to me, somebody walked to my room like Jesus, and he spoke to me and said, that in the next month, you are going to go through, you are going to be sick. Okay, maybe in the next month. But I, the Lord, I am making you sick. I'm bringing the disease on you. And in, 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 in two months, I'm going to heal you and make you well. You follow. Hello? And then I I received that dream. And then Papenesto also comes to me, also very spiritual man. He comes to me and said, in the next two months, in a dream that I had, God said to me that you are going to be sick. But in two months again, God said he's going to heal you. Now look at these two statements. Apostle Kevin came to me and said that God brought the sickness to me. Papenesto said that I am going to be sick. Both of them, there is a sickness somewhere. And I'm aware. Both of them, there is a healing at the end. But you see, probably they all receive the same information. But the way this man thinks is the reason why he delivered the information that way. If, for instance, I think that God is not the one that sends sicknesses upon men, I can't come and tell that God said he will make you sick or he will bring sickness on your life. But your thought patterns even define the level of revelation you bring. God can speak the same words to me and Nesto. We will understand it differently. Not that God wants us to understand it differently. It is because of our thoughts' patterns. Hello? Sometimes eh, two prophets can receive the same mandate. One will interpret it in a demonic sense. The other will interpret it in another sense. You need to understand this. (laughs) Are Are we together already? Are we learning something? be transformed by the renewing of your, until your mind is renewed,
1: you are incapable of decoding what the will of God is. Now listen to me. Take your time and follow me. Now, there are many of us that, you know, that think that, if their lives are transformed, their minds
0: are going to automatically renew so they are waiting for God to transform their lives so that they can renew their minds you know when we're, when we were young they used to tell us Sunday uh, when you go to church and you hear preaching they would tell you that you see when you get rich right right now your your taste will change and, and, and it's practical you know before boys used to like gawa gawa watch let him get money he will like he will now start in, he, he will now start to look for rolex anameba he will not like gawa gawa watch again when you get rich your taste will change now so they applied spiritually should god take me out of this bondage my mindset will change but it doesn't work that way in the realm of the spirit it is opposite The transformation comes after the renewing Look at someone say, "My transformation will come after my mind is renewed." Now, do you understand that? Hello, hello, yes, sir. Someone says, "Should God transform my, my, my life right now?" My, I know that the way these days, uh, the way I'm imagining, you know, you'll be say, the way I'm imagining, you know, be, say, 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 you, know, you know, I come from a background like this, you so you it has shaped you. Please, are we together? And I'm trying to tell you. That if you are waiting for God to transform you in order to, for you to change your mind, it won't happen. If the mind change is what will precede the transformation. The mind will have to change first before the transformation will work. me, that is why you go to America and the blacks are there. They are still like Ghanaians, even though they are living in America. They have this mindset that of slavery, slavery slavery. It is not changing. Even though the environment around them is transforming. America has changed over the years. And yet, since their minds have not changed, their transformation is not in view. Please, are we together? Please, are we together? One man of God said that there is a reason why when they give birth to everybody, almost 99% of babies come out with their heads. One of the keys to come out of every limitation and bondage is for your head to come out there needs to be a change in your thinking. The baby comes out first into the world with his mind. That, that is the baby's point of breakthrough. The head will push out first. Always, to come out of bondage, it first has to start with the head. Please, are we together? Hello, shout, I hear you. The breakthrough will always have to start with your head changes in your thinking patterns. Are we learning something already? Listen to me. You can be transformed from a slave, listen to me, to a son. But if you don't change the way you think, if you don't start thinking like a son, you will be transformed, your status will be changed, but your behavior will remain the same. Is that not true? Oh, come on, is that not true? That's right. So it is not really about the transformation that happens on the outside. It is the transformation that happens inside the head. Are we together? See? Say by the word of God my mind is renewed in the name of Jesus I didn't hear you I can't hear you say by the word of God say my mind is renewed I didn't hear you say my mind is renewed in the name of Jesus I want to move on to the to the to the meat of the message okay so let's follow but I hope you're understanding what I'm trying to say hello So to know the will of God, first of all, your mind. If God is speaking to this man and this man doesn't know, the mind of this man is not renewed. He cannot understand the will of God. The will of God is not just for anybody walking on the street. It is for men whose minds are. Please, it is for men whose minds are renewed. The mind will have to be renewed. Please, are you you here? One man of God said that. I remember uh, one Ukrainian man of God. He said that
1: he usually tells his church that uh, we are not sick people trying to get healthy. Do, do follow. We are not sick people who are trying to get healed.
0: We are healthy men who are fighting sickness. Now do you follow. We are not men trying to, we are not men in bondage trying to get free. We are free men trying to fight bondage. Are we learning? We are not uh, 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 sinners who are trying to be holy. We are saints who are fighting sin. So you understand that there is a way you see things which makes things different. Say, my mind is renewed. I didn't hear you say, my mind is renewed. Hallelujah. So you need to understand this. In order to know the word of God, sorry, the will of God, that will be done. In order to know, you need to fill your mind. Tell somebody, fill your mind with the word of God. I didn't hear you. Say, I will fill my mind with the word of God. You know, a lot of the time, when I was growing up in the law, when I heard some of these things, you know, sometimes you sit down and you want to reset and change your mind. You know, it is possible to change the way you think, but it doesn't happen in a day. It will be, it will be, it will be, it will be more stupid in a certain culture. You don't change it in a day. It's a process. You fill it gradually with the word. Also, for any sense, You can't change your... No, 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 no. The only thing that changes your mindset so that you can know the will of God is when you begin to fill your mind with the word of God. Apart from that, forget it. Hallelujah. So, and it takes time. You fill it with the word of God. Every day you fill it with the word of God. Make sure you saturate. Instead Instead of hearing things that won't help you to locate the will of God, consistently fill your mind with the word of God. Hallelujah! I don't know many things that is happening outside the sphere where I operate, and in the sphere that
1: I operate, I know many things. Uh,
0: I look like an uh, uh, ignoramus if uh, you 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 bring me to certain scopes, okay, of life. If you bring that, I look like a totally ignorant man. But concerning the things that I know, I know. It's a, it's a conscious decision, fill
1: your mind with the word of God. Somebody, somebody with me.
0: And yes, I you think like ordinary men. And you think like ordinary men, you can never find the will of God. Please are we learning? Please are we learning? Also for, for instance, which 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 thinking pattern in this life, for instance, tells you that according to sad thinking pattern, no woman is permitted to be buried. Every culture has barren women. And I mean what? It is when you start feeding yourself with the word of God that you begin to think. That the Bible said in Psalm 113, 1, the verse number nine, that He settles a barren woman in her home as a happy mother of children. It is after you read the word of God. There is none among you that shall be It is after this thinking pattern. After this, when you begin to fill your, your mind, that is when you begin to think after this manner. And yes, sir, you are there. You, you can locate one woman. And who is there? Who served God all her life and never had any babies? So, after all, this woman was a good woman, good woman of God. But that is not the word of God. But you tell me, hello, not after the thinking patterns of man. I know somebody who served God faithfully and was the poorest man in my area. I don't doubt her sincerity to the love of God. But I know the Bible said that God delights in the
1: prosperity of His servant. But you tell me, is that not what the, the Bible said? Yeah. Let them say continually.
0: Let them say continually. Let them say continually that the Lord be magnified. Who delights in the prosperity of his servant? That's what the Bible says. So, so, so the fact that you have seen men serve God faithfully and die poor and, and, and live poorly, deplorable conditions. Uh, this, this last month, uh, a man of God
1: raised an offering for missionaries. You know, I watched some of the conditions the missionaries were living.
0: Appalling. Hallelujah.
1: Oh, hallelujah.
0: Yeah. But there are other missionaries too
1: who came to Ghana and built schools so they were not poor.
0: And I where they and your missionaries are the BCC. Uh a month for girls <laughs> near a for we are. missionaries, yeah. Oh, please, and your missionaries here the BCC hospitals near you. But there are some they can't even find food to so you understand that she gets eyes. Amen. There are levels. Look at something, there are levels.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> or she will no get size. There are levels. Is it powerful? One
0: man, you know, you know, when you are interested in things, you are interested though one instrumentalist went to play keyboard for Kathrin Kuman. you heard Katrin Kuman. this one i didn't hear for Catherine kuhlman no. i heard it from the instrumentalist <laughs> hallelujah you know i once watched the video of Catherine Kuman, and people were commenting on, under the video and one guy came to comment so this is not a book i read or anything like you know, I was interested in the video. I was trying to see what people are saying about the video. Whether there are unspiritual people on that platform.
1: Yeah, hallelujah. And one came to one guy came to comment. He said, one day, Catherine Kuman came to Tulsa
0: and I happened to be playing the keyboard for him. Then oh, I pressed his face to see whether he's a young man. So he's an, an old man. I looked at the name, he he brought his original name and I checked. I like to verify. I realized that it is true. He's actually still part of the church that Catherine Kuman went. He said that in those days he was desirous to know God. Now this is the second point I'm trying to make concerning know, knowing the will of God is to say what you believe and not what you see. Hallelujah. Now look at this, how to renew your mind, I mean. Now he said that, he went to Catherine Kuman and asked, woman of God, how, how, how do I walk in faith? I want to know God. I want to move. I've seen the mighty move of God in your ministry. Say so the woman watched him and said, young man,
1: you have to quit believing what you see and start believing. You have to quit believing what you see and, and start believing. Who can, who can add it for me? hey hallelujah (laughs) hallelujah yeah he said that you have to quit what you believe you have to quit what you you have to quit believing what you see and start seeing what you believe that's right hallelujah Yes, sir. You have to quit believing what you see and start seeing
0: what you believe. So, if this is what you believe, that is what you have to start seeing. But quit believing what you heard and start seeing what you. Believe. Amen. No, it's not here. I'm just trying to remember. That's so why I'm looking in the book. <laughs> Amen. All right. So. In order for you to renew your mind, you have to confess what you believe. That's powerful.
1: Let me go into the meat of the matter. Okay. All right. Now, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on it. Now,
0: this is a prayer. I hope you know that this is a prayer. Jesus is teaching us to pray. He said, when we pray, we should say, thy will be done on it." Now, this is one of the most dangerous prayers you can ever pray. Listen to me. Please listen to me. I wrote down and I said that it is not everybody that is qualified to pray this prayer. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said that thy will be done on earth. I hope you know that this is a very serious prayer. Now, Osof, do you know that this is the prayer Jesus was praying and then he prayed until he started sweating that his sweat, his sweat turned into what? Yeah. That means that the energy and the level of life that this prayer takes out of you is dangerous. For a man to say that, Father, thy will be done. Do you know what it means to do the will of God? It's a, it's a serious thing. Hallelujah. There are many of us who think that when we say lightly, thy will be done. Jesus was praying this prayer and the agony he felt to walk in God's will. He said that his, his, his blood was like, his sweat was like what? Most like that. that means that anybody that desires, listen to me, to walk in the will of God, to 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 pray in this dimension, that person is going to encounter some discomfort. The will of God. If you are going to, also we are going to walk in the will. If you are going to pray this prayer and walk in that dimension, you are going to encounter some discomfort. It's like surrendering your very life, your own choices. You just put it at the feet of Jesus. And you are saying that, Father, what you want to do Do with my life?
1: It's a dangerous prayer to pray. Hallelujah. Hmm. Now, this is the part that is interesting to me. It is normal for us to feel like not, do, not doing God's will. I hope you know that. You know, the likelihood is that there are many of us it is actually very, very normal for you to feel like not doing God's will.
0: You know, one day I was driving, I was meditating on uh, Jesus' Gethsemane prayer. And I said, this is serious. You know, for for Jesus to come to a point and say that, Father, let this cup pass me by. And then goes on to say that, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Now, that means if, if Jesus himself, you know, he was sent from heaven, knowing that this was his assignment. And at that particular point in time, he felt like not doing the will of God. Now, it means that man of God, the easiest thing anybody can do is not to do the will of God. There are not many things that Jesus failed in. I hope you know that. You can't tell me one thing, you see, the man failed to do. The one thing the man struggled to do. But look at this. When it came to the point whereby he had to fulfill divine mandate, the will of God, upon his life. Listen to me. That is the sole purpose of Jesus' coming to the earth. Jesus' coming, that was the sole, for, for him to go through that stage. He got to that point and said that,
1: Father, if it is possible, I don't want to walk in your will. So you realize that it is quite easy for you not to walk in God's will. God came down from heaven as a man.
0: Even though he was 100% man, but he still had the divinity in him. And when the time came for him to submit totally to the will of God, he said that, Father, if this is possible, I want to have my own way. I sat down and I thought about this. What would Jesus become? Listen to me. If Jesus had decided not to follow the will, think about it, the possible outcomes, because he was like Adam. Listen to me. He was sinless. It is only men that contact sin that death, death can attach itself to. For the wages of sin is death. The reason Adam lived for so long was because for a long time, the man didn't know anything concerning. Please do follow. So had Jesus not gone through the cross, the possible scenarios are endless. But that man would have lived to today. And I remember mean, Because he wouldn't have died. And he wouldn't have been received into glory because he would not have fulfilled divine purpose. <laughs> Uh, That is another story for another day. Amen. I'm not here to show you uh, to talk about these things. I'm here to talk about something else. But look at it. He said that thy will, nevertheless, thy will be done. He got to a point and he he, he was struggling like Adam was in Eden. Jesus also went to get and was faced with the same dilemma. Do I do my will or do I do the will of God? Now do you follow? Hello? Adam went to Adam in Eden was presented with the same dilemma. The devil told him, you can do your own will. Do you know what the devil deceived him with? He said that when you eat this fruit, you shall become like a god. And uh, what, 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 When you think about gods, do they, they do what they want. And boy. Nobody is over them. Nobody instructs them. They do what they want. So Adam was faced with the same situation. Do I submit my will to the will of God? Or do I have my own will? Adam said, I would rather have my own will. That is the natural thing for men to do to put themselves to, 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 to just go by their own way? So Adam went ahead and chose the path of his own will. And so many years later, Jesus also was
1: confronted with the same situation. Just that Jesus chose rightly. But I tell you, the temptations were similar. Are we learning? I am
0: I'm not saying this, oh I'm not saying this. The temptations were what? Similar. Are we together? At Gethsemane and at Eden, the temptations were (laughs) hot. Just that Adam felt like, Charlie, you know, I want to do what I want. And Jesus also in prayer. So, you know, I wrote down and I said, when the devil came to Adam, had Adam decided to pray? Had Adam decided to hurt? Now, do you think that had Adam called upon the name of God around that time when the temptation was strong? like in the days of Jesus, Adam would have fallen. I don't think so. Because the same thing was presented to Jesus at Gethsemane, but he decided to travel kapalikataia, kapalikataia, until his blood turned into sweat. This is how he was able to submit himself under the will of God. So I wrote down and I said that without prayer, it doesn't matter how strong willed you are, you can never walk in the will of God. Walking in the will of God is not about discipline, no. It is not about discipline. Tell it's not about discipline. Walking in the will of God has nothing to do with sin. And your body walk say, your discipline. I mean could be born. You can be
1: sinless and still very far away from the will of God. Are we together already? Is somebody blessed by the way? Hello? Yeah. So you can be a holy man and still get it wrong. Anna. Hello.
0: Jesus had never sinned, and yet I get seven, he at who was drifting away from the will. What about Jesus? Did he have any sin? Did he commit any sin? No, he lived a righteous, sinless life. And yet at Gethsemane, he was contemplating whether to follow his own will or the will of. Please, are we together? Hello? Say, thy will be done. I didn't hear you. Say, as I pray, say, as I call upon your name. My father, my father. I didn't hear you. Say, my father, my father. Let your will be established in my life. In the name of Jesus. Say, your will be done in my life. In the name of Jesus. Apostle, you know the will of God for your life. The will of God for your life. Listen to me. There are many of us in America.
1: Don't let the devil deceive you. Everything God has said in His Word is His will for your life. Amen. That you are not seeing its manifestation doesn't mean it's not God's will.
0: Please, are we together? That is why you don't have to. You don't compromise. It
1: is the. It is the secured will of God. It is what the secured will of God. The will of God that is secure
0: incontestable,
1: sealed
0: with the precious blood. You know, when I die and I leave a will, some people can can get up and contest it. But this will, not even the devil can contest it. It is secure. It is what? In every court in the universe, this will is secure. That is why you cannot contest miracles. Everything God has provided for us in his word, it is (laughs)
1: incontestable. When we find that world, there is nothing the devil can do about it.
0: In those days, that, it, it, when, 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 the man, when the man Kenneth Hagen it was in his 60s and 70s and was in full flow, he would say that there is nothing. You know, he would pray for him and say that what I have said, there is nothing that the devil can do. Do you know why? Because he had taught his people to know. Are we together? There is nothing that the devil can do about it. You know, there are some people that they have certain things. They receive certain things and the devil can take it away from them. If you know the will of God and you understand how secure it is, you receive it and you know there is nothing that the devil can do about it. Some of you have to, it was a spiritual, it's a serious prayer. A prayer that, Jesus prayed all night, but he never sweated and his, his sweat never turned into black. But when it got to that position, Somebody said that the sins of this world was That is not true. No sin was laid on him at that time. Hallelujah. The only time the sin of the world came upon him fully was when he died. On the cross, he said, my father, my father, why hast thou... That's right. Like, sin is separation from God. So, that is how he was able to promise somebody on the cross that today you shall be with me in paradise. God was still with him. But immediately sin was laid upon him. The Bible said that he said, my father, my father. Why do you think he didn't say anything? Because there was nothing wrong. He was perfect. He was in perfect
1: harmony with God. Are we together? But when the sin was laid upon him, he said, my father, my father. Why hast thou forsaken me? Please, are we together? Oh, are we there? That's right. Is somebody blessed already? That's
0: right. So we need to understand this. Crucial. It's a, it's a crucial prayer. No prayer was able to stress Jesus out <laughs> like this prayer. So there are many of us, for, from now, till a certain season in our lives, we are crying to walk in, to, we are crying to God for us to walk in purpose, that the will of God concerning our life shall be materialized. And also, for there is nothing that the devil can do about the will of God for your life. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Because whether you are Jesus, or you are a prophet, or you are an evangelist or a teacher, the the devil will try to meddle with the will of God for your life. Amen? Yes, sir. But the moment you are a man of prayer, that's why Jesus was telling us to pray,
1: that thy will be done. You know, sometimes we learn from the great men of old who are come and gone. Many years ago, you know, amazing, grace, how sweet that sound. Are you sure? You know, the guy that wrote that hymn, I don't know the name. I've forgotten. It's a long time since I heard the story. I read the story. He was
0: living in a small village in, in England. I forgot the name of the village too. You know, Some of these stories that I share with you, uh, it's been a long time since I read them. Hallelujah. And I didn't plan to talk about it too. it's just, just want to share, to encourage you. And uh, he, was, he was I forgot the name of the village. Now, he received a
1: commission to come to London. London. You know London. You heard of London before. All right. Now, he didn't want to come because he was loving life in his village. But then he decided to come. And he came to London and started working. Things were difficult. Things were tough. As a minister, tough. And then he, he moved through. He was searching through because he believed he was working in the will of God. Now, years later,
0: uh, the man got established. You know, awesome man of God in London make in somewhere. No, you don't need the years for anything. But years later, he was advising
1: another preacher who God had told to move from London to where this man was. Now, do you understand that? Maybe a papani free by. The man said, Kai, I won't go. I have no business going there. And the man was trying to seek for. Advice about the will of God from this
0: preacher. Amazing grace, man.
1: The man of God told him that. <laughs> you know what the will of God is.
0: The will of God is not pleasant. Tell somebody it's not pleasant. Sometimes the will of God will lead you into something that will blow back in your face. But it's still God's will. Now, do you understand that? Hello? I hope you understand that. That's right. But say, when he came to London, everything, everything he knew, everything he treasured, he lost but later on he found purpose. He realized that the amount of souls he was able to reach and the
1: ministry he did in London. Are we learning? Oh, are we learning? That's right. So sometimes the word of God is not pleasant, especially for your
0: individual life. Sometimes it's not pleasant, but you have to live through it. Eventually
1: you understand why. (laughs) Eventually you will understand why. There is an intercessor that I know, a friend of Elizabeth Alves. Uh,
0: you know, one of the strongest women of prayer I know. She said that many years ago, when she was a young man, a young woman, a very nice, handsome gentleman wanted to marry her, and she was in, totally in love with the guy. The guy was in love with her. Now, as she prayed about the relationship, the Holy Ghost spoke to her and said, "No." Then she, she didn't understand. She was heartbroken. She cried and cried and cried and cried. Trying to see if God would say that.
1: He has changed his mind. Because the love was too strong. Hallelujah. Somebody can relate. <laughs> Hallelujah. Alright, my time is up. Are we, are we together? Are you sure? Now the Holy Ghost said no. The man was a fine man.
0: Said the Holy Ghost said no. Say okay. I said, hey, and you said okay. I know some ladies say they can't even hear the Holy Ghost when the Holy Ghost says, says no. Because they don't.
1: <laughs> the, the, even if the Holy Ghost says no, they will turn it into
0: yes. They they have no business hearing the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. They have no business here. No, these things, they are a level way. They'll be there, <laughs> The said we should go and choose. So, he said he did find that a wife. That means that you have to go and find. So, uh, uh, they allow me to find. So, you just look for your specification and pick. That's all. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> So, the Holy Ghost said to this woman, no. I, I, I'm, I'm surprised. You know, you know, but she prayed about it. And because she, I believe, that uh, her mind was renewed. That is how she was able to hear. Because that's I want to say. If you have prayed about a relationship before, you know. You won't hear anything. You pray for two years, you don't hear anything. Because your mind is not renewed. All right. Now, so, God said no to the woman. And the woman left the thing. And Years later, the guy married. And the woman also found somebody that God said yes. And they
1: found out years later that the guy had serious anger issues. kokuma. In the US they arrested the guy. The guy found the good Lord and they released him.
0: He came back, remarried, beat the wife again. So you understand why the Lord was taking her away? But you see, sometimes it's difficult for us to know why God chooses to say no to us and other things. But if our minds are renewed, we will know His way and we
1: will walk in it. Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus.